almost live. Yay. We're making it. We did it or you did it. Cause I'm just watching. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's always all good. That's how you have wholesomeness, right? Absolutely. So this is great. Hi, welcome to the everyday wholeness show with Janet and Karen and I'm Karen Stultz. Um, so a little bit about who I am. Um, I'm a reformed people pleaser and self-doubter big time. Janet can tell you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now with working with the wholeness, working with the clarity of everything that is going on, I now support online transformational coaches who are tired of feeling the self-doubt, the fear, the confusion, so that they can enjoy the prosperity and freedom of a lifestyle business without the guilt and shame that often comes with the people-pleasing and the unclear future thinking. Uh, it, it kept me stuck for many, many years, and now I love being able to help people recognize what they can do and create more of a wholeness. So, hello. Hello. <laughs> I love that introduction. And hello, friends. My name is Janet Uribe, and I'm an intuitive guide and mentor. I hope individuals get out of the mucky stuff from time to time that they may find themselves in or help them with intuitive guidance to help live a life that's more whole and purposeful for themselves and remove more judgment. And that's been a big theme I find very recently for a lot of my clients. What does it look like to use your reality of where you are at this current time for you? Because it is for you. And we're all, we're all doing it. Uh, we're all doing the best that we can. At this moment in time, we're all doing the best we can. But we also need to remember that we only have this moment. This moment is gone, 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 gone. Now, what are we doing in this moment to create the wholeness and the reality that we so desire? Uh, the feeling of the prosperity, the freedom, the joy, the good health, the money that helps create the entire life without all of the worry and all of the stress and, and whatnot. And that's what Janet and I love to share with our clients and maybe sometimes expose them to the reality that it doesn't have to be so hard for crying out loud. Sometimes we can sit down and cry. And I always say, hey, that is fantastic. Because when you get down to that point of dissolving into nothingness, into the tears, the desperation almost, that is when transformation occurs. And that's when you can create that wholeness. You can start growing and being whole again. Oh, because, friends. You know, there's no place you can go but up at that point. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Heck yes. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. And that, that's true for whether it's for your business or your relationships or even your health. 
Oh, absolutely. Friends, I would love to bring this up based off of everything that Karen just said. I feel like one of the reasons I love Karen, like one of the many reasons is that she knows it can be easy and she'll take, she'll just ask you, well, what would be a better thought or perspective? What would be another option? And I have a tendency to go more to like the shadow side at first. And I'll really get into the muckiness of what's happening, happening, but forget that I have the alternative to choose a different thought. However, in recent years, last year and a half, two years, I would say probably last two years, um, I've used a combination of Karen and I. And why, you may ask, because I was not honoring how I do things. Yeah, I was not honoring that there's part of me that that goes into that mucky stuff and learned that and I learned that we can collect information in the muckiness. So sometimes we'll have a repeated thought. I'll give you an example. I had a disillusion of my marriage some years ago. uh, And in that time frame, I kept having those individuals names come up and come up and come up and come up and come up. And what we'll typically do is like better thinking thought move this way. Abraham Hicks says you have 17 seconds before you create a whole new (laughs) right? 17 seconds. Don't you forget it. Or you have a new life trajectory. (laughs) But remember, I'm sorry. I I have to throw it in there. Remember it is a new life trajectory. 17 seconds is, is a very interesting concept. Oh, isn't it? I think it's so cool. However, I think that there's these other elements as I find myself in those mucky places of how much of my energy is really going into that storyline and really creating it and really sitting in it and drowning in it, bathing in it, slapping myself with it, as opposed to, all right, friends, these are just symptoms of something that keeps coming up as an emotional thought. Obviously it keeps coming up. What is the purpose behind it? Why would it keep coming up? Well, there was shit to be, to tend to there, guys. There was a lot of um, what I'll call historical storyline from things I hadn't addressed in my own parents' um, disillusion of their marriage, of their marriage. And the current actors in my play that related to my disillusion of my marriage were just symptoms of that. So I wasn't even that angry or anything or overly like, miserable over the current circumstances, the pain that I felt was so much deeper. And then when I started to realize, oh, it's my little girl, it's the child self, it's the teen self that was going through that turmoil. Oh, things started to really be more clear. However, sometimes things will linger longer, right? We all hear the onion. Mm-hmm. There's always a layer of peel, an extra piece to learn from. And, and this last week, I had so many great opportunities to do even another layer of healing around it that related to me needing to be exposed to what it looks like. This is my favorite thing. What does it look like to want to share, especially since we work with coaches and people who are, who are looking to do their own work so that they can help another. What does it look like when we're pushing something too fast or we're forcing something that has one vibrational thought, perspective, and idea, and the person that we're menteeing or coaching or assisting or guiding is not ready. 
And that that is, I'm so happy that you brought that up because what ends up happening is that you think you have to, should be following all of the, the gurus that say, this is the only way, this is what you have to do in order to be successful. But what is so important in my estimation and with my work with the Awesome Life Success is what's right for you? What is right for you, for you to be whole? It's a, and that is so important to recognize. And I love the fact that you go into that shadow place because dang it, I've been there and I, I usually am there quite often. So, you know, I always think, well, all right, I, what is the other friend, shoe that can fall? You know, and, you know, the shadow place. And, and I know there's some people that do shadow work. There's some people that do spiritual bypassing. I mean, there's so many different ways to go about it. I know that I like shadow work because I don't typically find that I'm repeating the same curriculum again moments later exactly. when I really go to a root source, yeah. or the root yeah. cause of something. However, sometimes we're like, all right, universe, I'm ready. I'm buckled in. I got my strap on. Let's go. I, I call it growth and transformation. And then when we hit that, that crash, right, that wall, the shadow place, the, the muckiness, the, the trigger, the parent, the former spouse or the kid or your coworker, the job, and it's not showing me what I wanted. This is not what I want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the, and Hello? the yeah, I that love it. Is your opportunity right there, right there. There's muckiness, there's discomfort, there's triggering. You are identifying something you don't want. Mm -hmm. The adversity is there for you to identify what you do want. But collect your information in the adversity. It is a prize possession for you. I love that. I love that. It is. It absolutely. It's a teaching. It's it, just like illness. Illness is often a teaching mm -hmm. tool. The, the, the triggers that show up are an opportunity to change. They are an opportunity to, to really look at it and, and see what, as you said, what you do want. Janet, I love that because honestly, so many people know what they don't want. Oh yeah. They don't know what they do want. And, and sometimes I, I, I gotta say, as I was progressing for the last 20 years through this thought process and, and emotional process and opening up to spirit, allowing some of this to happen, uh, it was a case of honoring the fact that I was such a manifester. We all are, we're all such great manifestors, but what happens if we are manifesting things that are not serving us? We're not asking the right question. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, everything serves us too. So if you're finding that you're receiving the same manifestation on repeat, what is that pattern? 
that has not been witnessed. I'm not even kidding. My last 12 sessions or so since I last spoke to you people. Hi, people. I love you. Well, my la- <laughs> I know I love you too. I love you, Karen. Um, my last 12 or so sessions have been very much about, you know, being able to face the, I guess, the dichotomy, the reality, the duality, the polarized existence here that if, and I hope that someone can take some solace and comfort in this. If you're currently in a shitty situation, just like it hasn't been this bad in a long time, or it's never been this bad and you don't know what to do, please remember it's about to get a lot better if you use the situation. Use it to identify what you want. Use it to identify the pattern. Use it to see the emotional hurt that exists. Every thought, every emotional thought, every pain you've ever had stays energetically imprinted in the ethers. (laughs) Doesn't go away, but you can rewrite them. That's the key. And rewriting them in a way that serves you and I've had people say but Karen that's not that's not reality I mean I have stuff going on all around me that I can't control I get I I can sit here and in la la land this sounds really woo woo and and we can sit here in la la land and and I can say yeah I'm whole I've got everything I need but there there's something missing (sighs) (laughs) yeah I know and I have moments too, and I'm sure Karen does too, where we're like, all right, God. I mean, I'm a badass guy. So I'll sit there. I have flipped off the universe and God and all the angels, archangels, you know, your moms, your dads, like just name it. I have insulted everybody. Okay. They think it's funny. Um. <laughs> I can, I, I know they're laughing at you right this second. I, I can, yeah, absolutely. And that's what I love about you because it, I, I remember Janet uh, was talking t- about her mentor, and I always think of Janet as my mentor as well, in many ways. And what did you say? It, you have the gentlest bitch slap. Oh. <laughs> you, you may have gotten that from your mentor, but I think it's yours, girl. So. It's mine. <laughs> the thing is, that's how. It's so funny you say that. That is how I address her on a regular basis. First of all, I'll be like, you just blew my effing mind. And then the very next thing that will happen is once I under, once I hear my truth, by the way, my mentor functions as a telepath and a remote viewer and so on and so forth. So she can help instigate you to your own truth. And my truth today might not be my same truth next week or in 20 years from now. Oh, I love that. I love that you brought that up because that is so true. Yeah. Truth is perspective, isn't it? Yeah. And when you change your perspective, you change your truth. Yeah. It's so true. But anyway, friend, yeah, when she brings it, she does it in such a way that proves ownership mm-hmm. of you created this. She doesn't even have to tell you, you created this. She proves the steps and the thoughts and the ideas and the perceptions and the manifesting and all of the things and the traumas and the, the choice to not let go and so on that lead to that moment that I just start laughing, like blowing my in mind. It's just the most loving bitch slap I've ever had in my whole life. <laughs> You know, and you're learning well, and this is what you're doing as well, my friend. This is what you're doing as well. And it's wonderful. It is fun. I will say that, that sometimes I view this roller coaster ride as fun. Sometimes I can watch something happen in lifetime and be like, oh, what's this showing me? But then, you know, holistically, 
humanly, I can witness something happen to one of my kids and lose my bleeping, bleeping mind. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Just, that's it done hands down. And I'll get real sassy and be like, I quit. I don't even have to be here. And then I'm like, oh yeah, but I want to, I want to be here. <laughs> I did sign on for this. I did know that it came with emotions and adversity and requirements of using the restroom and feeding the body and nourishing myself. Oh, wait, I remember. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I had a contract and, and when you have a contract, some things don't always go well, but you find a way to make it work. I think that's the thing. Find a way to make it work. Mm -hmm. Find a way to make it work. Ultimately, we all came here for that very reason. And there's a level of doing the work that that's something else out of my last several sessions I've been having. There's a mix of everyone there. There's something like, sign me on. I'm here to do my homework, pen and paper ready. But the thing is that we like the homework's beyond the pen and paper. You can have all of the spiritual knowledge, ladies and gentlemen, and those who do not identify with a gender. You can have all of the spiritual knowledge. You can have it committed to your cognitive brain. You can have it. But if we aren't learning to integrate it and walk in those pieces in a way that serves self in the current curriculum you are in right now, where you are right now, Sometimes you want out of that now, you're going to stay in that now a little bit longer. If you weren't meant to stay in that now a little bit longer, you wouldn't be there. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone moves at their own pace, doesn't yeah. it? Uh, and that's what this wholeness show is about, is recognizing that we're all bits and pieces from, we have a puzzle piece up here. We, we are a puzzle. Yes. And, and. I, I, talking about that, what just popped in my head, my son gave me a jigsaw puzzle. Now, a lot of people love jigsaw puzzles. My grandmother, I always remember her with a jigsaw puzzle set up on a, a table in the living room. And, and that's what she did. It calmed her mind and, and it created some creativity and being able to do it. I love this jigsaw puzzle because the thought process that went into it from my son and his lady, it was so nice. And it, it, it serves my heart. And, and I love it, love it, love it. With that said, I pulled it all out. And these jigsaw puzzles, I don't know if you've ever seen them, Janet, but these jigsaw puzzles have um, animal shapes. Oh, yeah. So I have, it's, it's, it's a fox and I, I love fox. So it's a fox puzzle, but it has little elephants and little giraffes and little oh, rhinos awesome. and, and dogs and, and it has some, and it's so cool. And I get distracted looking at all of these cool animals in there and say, where does it go? I don't friggin' know where the friggin' thing goes. So it's my, my puzzle is all laid out there. And when I look at it, it just makes me happy because of who gave it to me. And I think sometime I'm just going to give myself permission to sit down, not long enough to get frustrated, which is what I usually do with puzzles <laughs> like that. 
but just to see where I can go, just to see what might happen if I actually focused on this. Worst case scenario, I wait until my son and his lady come in a couple of years and, <laughs> and they can put it together for me. <laughs> but it, it, it's, there's so much that goes into it to, to feel that wholeness. And, and, and I look at the puzzle as an opportunity to change my thinking to change the, the uh, neural pathways to mm -hmm. something that is a little unusual for me. I mean, I, I have my Sudoku, I have my needlepoint, I have reading, I have walking, but this opens up different neural pathways yes. to help me be wholer. Polar, is that a word? I don't know. Actually, I love that you're saying that. I actually work as an intuitive teacher, a reading interventionist. And when I have children, and it's so neat because a lot of my kids that come to me have abilities. Sometimes yeah. their parents don't know. Some of you parents are finding that out for the first time. Surprise. <laughs> well, you know what? We're all, we're all star seeds, they call them, I guess. And, and anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, when they have mental blocks, difficulty, or perhaps sometimes even trauma around learning to read mm -hmm. because the systems are, uh-huh. Yeah. Every child's brain is so different. I will integrate play into the reading process. I will integrate movement, dexterity, hands, creating letters through the fingers, textiles, just to trigger another part of the brain, both to help remember what we're learning, but also to remove the anxiety. Mm -hmm. So it's really amazing when you think about it, that 17 second doom or gloom. I cannot tell you guys out there how many times I have gone well beyond those 17 seconds. <laughs> or you know it, the universe is like sending in grenades and bombs like they're <laughs> It gets crazy. And you're like, there's no way this is happening. There was like a couple cancer diagnoses in there. Like there were, it was crazy, but I had not learned to take ownership of one. I chose to be here too. I was writing the story and three, I'm manifesting at all times. Oh, that that's almost overwhelming though. Sometimes, isn't it Janet to recognize that you have so much power. And yeah, I know my clients get really scared when I, when I say something like that, they just say, oh my gosh, I can't handle all of that power. I just can't do it. But yeah, you do have that power. Yeah. It's crazy. And then, you know, what would it look like to start introducing these concepts sooner? And, you know, I, I find that a lot of my clients who are just now dabbling in the spiritual arena or just now getting their feet with, or just now having their paradigms explode so that they're like, okay, I'm, let me, this might be a good avenue. Let me see what there is to offer here. Let's find out. There's a, a great empowerment that comes when you do this work, but they're still too scared to share it with their children because there's conditioning around the fact that, you know, well, what would we do if we teach the children all these things? What if they start running around like loose chickens with their heads cut off and we have these people who want to take over the house? Or what if they start sharing it with their friends? Or what if they, you know, and really guys, whether you be from a spiritual background or not, there's plenty of ways to introduce these concepts of like attracts like. <laughs> Quantum entanglement has been proven. 
Um, you know, there, there's so many things and ways that we can create an empowered little mind for our grandchildren, for our children, and so on, um, or our own clients without necessarily having to slap terminology behind it, right? Without having to slap terminology, even, you know, if we were to look at like the Christian faith and, you know, there's, uh, there's ideas of being God-fearing and so on, or, or we could just use different words. Like, how about just don't be an asshole? (laughs) (laughs) That's like a great principle to live by. (laughs) Don't don't be a jerk. Come on, let's be. Yeah. Something else. Something else. God fearing. Don't be a jerk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and honestly, the way I look at it is when you are in tune with if you if the word is God or spirit or universe or whatever, when you're in tune, you can't be a jerk unless mm-hmm. you really work at it. Mm-hmm. And if you are saying that this you want to lead uh, a life that you were put here to lead that the contract that you signed up for when you came back to this earth in this body at this moment in time um, it's time to rethink and stop blaming others and recognizing the power that you have and as I was getting at earlier was the fact that I so many times by being aware to being allowing to be open, you recognize, oh, golly, I can't tell you how often this happened for almost a year. It was like, this is getting old, guys, help me do something different. Because I, I put the message out there, I put the request out there, the request showed up, and I'd look at it and say, yep, that's exactly what I asked for. <laughs> Uh, I need to rephrase this and make it a little clearer, maybe a whole lot clearer because, yep, yesterday I said this, today this is showing up and yep, that's exactly what I asked for, but that's not what I wanted. Oh gosh, friend, I've done that many times. (laughs) And we all have, we all have. Uh It's just a case of, how are you going to deal with? for me? I said, okay, huh? All right. I got to make this a whole lot clearer. Now, what, how can I phrase this? So I get what I want. Well, first of all, you have to be clear about what you really want and why you yeah. want to have it. Yeah. Um, because we all say, Hey, you know what? I want a vacation. I want it. I want out of here. I want to be done with the kids. I want, I want, I want, and okay, so you're done with the kids. The kids go away. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't want them to go away. Yeah. Yeah. So always also looking at how you phrase things, mm-hmm. the reason behind it. And it's, it takes practice, but just like riding a bike, it can become a normal, just like walking can become a normal. Yeah. And keep in mind, it is the not getting it or the adversity or the experience of its exact opposite that helps you create the level of detail 
behind what you truly want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so once you get into that and you really start applying the semantics to it, you're looking at your entire life with a whole deeper, deeper level of detail. Yeah of what will fulfill you. Keep in mind, it's what the universe wants of us and asks for us. We're here, we're here to self-actualize and we're here to really bring in the soul self, self-actualizing all self here in this physical reality. And doing that also requires the universe being like, oh, okay, she remembers who she is or he remembers who he is or we remember who we are. Oh yeah, that resonates. Oh, this is it, here it is, this is a piece. It's real interesting how that works because, you know, we get so conditioned to the physical aspects of things, right? How many times have you gone to the, oh, this is great. I love using the drive-thru when they come up with this. How many times have you gone to the drive-thru and you place your order? Janet loves to place way too many details in her order. So then she doesn't get what she wants. (laughs) It's not that I can't have it. It's just that I have attachment. I have attachment that, Oh yeah. They always add pickles. I'm going to make sure I tell them 20 times not to add pickles. 20 times because I don't like pickles. Don't you remember God, universe, source, angels, everyone in between. I don't like the pickles. And I had such energy behind the fear of getting pickles on my sandwich. that I think that one of one time I got my sandwich and it said extra pickles. <laughs> well, you know what? You get what you focus on. And that's what I was focusing on rather than just stating and no pickles, please. And just leaving it at that. Yeah. Placing your order. Um, And by the way, and in the knowing of, I don't like pickles because I don't like that little sour taste that they have. And they they taste weird, even weirder to me when they touch the bun, just like knowing things about myself made it to where I don't think I ever got pickles again. Who knows now that I'm bringing attention to it, maybe I will, but, um, (laughs) no, you're bringing attention to it as a, as a learning experience. And, and once you just said, okay, like you say, drive the drive through, you put in the order and, and you expect it to come out right. Yeah. You expect it to come out right. And, and if it doesn't come out right as the person with the pickles, because you would put, I don't want pickles. So you get extra pickles. Yeah. Uh, that is where you can say, all right. And I always give three tries because you can't control other people, right? Three tries. <laughs> all right. So this is a convenient drive through. I will try it one more time. No pickles. No pickles. For me, it's my husband doesn't do onions. So no onions. Sometimes the onions show up. Okay. That takes time away. I, what are my options? I can stop. I can go in. I can tell them I specifically ask no onions and you put down extra onions. That's not my doing. That's your doing. I want a replacement. So you wait and, and you get your replacement. That's what option number one. Number two, you could scrape them up. Or number three, he could give them to his wife who loves onions. <laughs> you know? Three, three options, three <laughs> possibilities, always three. And uh, well, actually, it, I, it, it just popped up into my head this morning. Uh, I like to give people three chances. And I hope people will give me 
three chances if necessary. Hopefully by the second time, everything is cool, but you run into somebody and they are in a bad mood or are, they're really nasty. And you say, that's, that, that's a jerk. That's a total jerk. I don't want anything to do with them. I'm going to avoid, I'm going to walk on the other side of the street rather than deal with that. And I like to give it an opportunity to, what else is going on? That, that's always a, a question that I have. And you know, I love questions. So what else could be going on? Well, they, they may have just been yelled at by some, their boss. They may um, not have had lunch. You know, they, the hangry, they may be hangry. Um, they, they may had had a fight with their spouse Yeah. or their, their kids may have been late for school and you're just totally stressed out and you haven't been able to calm down yet. Any number of things could be going on. I don't know what it is. So give them another chance. And if it's better, give them a third chance. And that is, that's always seemed to serve me. And what happened um, this morning, as a matter of fact, very simple thing of having the um, snow tires changed on my car. And because I live in Maine, we need snow tires in the wintertime now. Yay, I can have them off. I'm so excited. And so my husband made arrangements to go to the place that we got the snow tires in the first place to have them taken off and the old summer tires put on. And I said, but I've given that place three chances. Yeah, we bought, we bought the tires. That does not mean that we have to keep going to them forever. They, they leave off the stem uh, so the air leaks out of the tires. Oops. They forgot to put the hubcap back on. They didn't keep the tires when we asked them to keep tires in the past. I said, we've tried this three times. Why are we going back? Mm -hmm. It just isn't working. And he said, well, because that's where we got them. And I thought, all right, Karen, arg. And I'm sitting there saying, okay, well, my husband has a heck of a lot more loyalty than I do. I have the three tries and they have a lot more loyalty than I do. Gosh. And my husband, he came out though, I, I finishing the story, he came <laughs> out, he said, why? Why are we going back to this place? They've never served us except a good deal on the tires. I said, exactly. Let's see if we can get them in where you get your tires changed and never had a problem. Okay, so that's what we're doing. But I gave them three tries the first time. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, I love what you said because I feel like this is huge for the audience is what usually or typically works for you? 
So for those of us who don't necessarily identify as completely in tune or aware, clear something, audience, clairvoyant, whatever, claircognizant, whatever it may be, for those of you who don't identify, you're in communication at all times with your external universe. And Karen used a great example where there's compassion in trying for three, but there's also what has usually, I think you said it always works for you is what you said. It always works for you. So she already has this way to communicate something that is a boundary, right? Because also, boundary. Yeah. yeah, it's a boundary, but also a way for her to identify when it's enough. <laughs> and I love that because a lot of times, you know, the universe knows how you are. Yeah. It knows, and it knows what you'll resonate with and won't. And when you are enough, things change around you. Yes. I mean, my husband coming back in after he made the appointment and he said, why am I doing that? Really? <laughs> you know? yeah, and, even, and even that act right there, uh, I've never met your husband, Karen, but I know you love him and you always say sweet things about him. And He's, I take- He notes. is great. He is great. 52 oh. years, we found a way to work together. I love He's it. He's pretty awesome. I think it's a cute story. But I was going to say, but also that is also the example that guys think about how many things you wake up and do every day from how you brush your teeth to treat your hair, to doing the tinkles, all the things. Okay. Just, this is just in the first whatever moments of the day, how you raise your children, what type of phrases you say, what type of ideas you have that it's just loyalty to a pattern. Mm-hmm. Loyalty to what you've always practiced. And for those of you who are looking to do this work, let me tell you what, there are elements of this work where you continuously are put in predicaments to learn how to break patterns, Mm -hmm. paradigms, beliefs, systems, assumptions, opinions, truths. But we'll grasp onto anything we can. for comfort, for change, or to avoid change, for predictability, for a state of ease or calm. Um, So I challenge you guys today, you know, take a look at your life. What kind of phrases have you inherited from your parents? Type of ideas have you taken on from societal norms and constructs? What type of opinions do you have? There's simply no room for any other perspective. And just think about it, not asking you to change anything, but just maybe think about it. Ask yourself, where did this come from? Who decided this for me? For those of you who know me on a more intimate level, and this is not to get political by any means, but the face mask did not necessarily resonate with me, but lots of people were uncomfortable and whatever I put mine on to. And one day my friend was real mad about it. And I was like, whatever lady, I can't believe you're more mad about this than you are about bras. Like, I just, <laughs> like, you're more mad about this than bras. And <laughs> laughing at me <laughs> because, yeah, I don't, you know, I'm not a big fan of bras and sometimes I wear them and sometimes I don't. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> and that's cool. That's yeah. Cool. Uh, you know, that is not. Uh, necessarily not showing respect for somebody else's health. 
Exactly. Exactly. So again, not to get political, not going in there. No, no, no. My own beliefs around it, but the idea being, you know, excessive constricting things don't resonate with me. Yeah. Well, that's it, isn't it? And finding a way around it. Yeah. And think about how many of us on the world today, one day decided, yes, the brassiere is the new way to dress. <laughs> this will be a part of our wardrobe from now until forever. Maybe, maybe not. There might be some other rebels out there like me. But the idea here being, friends, how many things do you do every day that don't resonate? I can't sit like a lady at the table. Karen knows this. I can't do it. If you could see what's happening down here, it is not what most would consider appropriate. I always, I always have a foot underneath me or crossed legs. A, a nice lady, a, a good lady, when I was growing up, had her ankles crossed, never her knees, with her hands folded in her lap. And no, that's not me anymore. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> no way. And when I broke my ankle, uh, my husband said, well, you know, you always tuck your foot underneath your, your leg. And I thought, yeah. And your point is maybe, maybe you weakened your ankle because of that. Uh, maybe does it make a difference? Uh, maybe am I going to stop doing that? No, because that's how I'm comfortable. Oh, absolutely. However, sometimes we have to get uncomfortable, like you were saying. Yeah. And Guys, I'm not telling you, hey, you know, society says we should drive within the lanes. Let's go see how other countries do it. Like, I'm not telling you to sit here and burn it all down to the ground. But I am just challenging you to ask yourself when you eat something next time or when you go somewhere, or when you do something a certain way, where did that come from? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's kind of kind of interesting what shows up and sometimes it's absolutely awesome oh yeah I mean I I look at a bedtime prayer it's funny I was just telling my husband about this the other day and how grateful I am to my mom because I don't know if you've ever heard this bedtime prayer uh Janet and but it's uh, now I lay me down to sleep. Yeah, it's what I used to say to my kids all the time. And how did you say the prayer? Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep the angels watch me through the night and keep me in their blessed sight. That and my my blessing was now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And in the morning when I wake, Keep me well for Jesus' sake. Oh, that's cute. And I was shocked. I mean, I was married by the time I heard what that prayer normally is. And the where I heard it were the adults around me who had gone to bed every night saying, now I lay me down to sleep. Um, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. In, but if I should die before I wake, you know, and I thought, 
how many kids they, I mean, they were terrified. They didn't want to go to sleep. They didn't want to die. And I think if I remember, I researched it a long time ago. I think it came up when I was researching Ring Around the Rosie and it did exist, right? It had its time and place for, for when uh, historically individuals were got more God-fearing, I guess, or, and also there was like bubonic plague and Spanish flu and so many other things where people were waking up to households where their children were, were not waking up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I do, I do know that there's a history in it, but, but the thing is, you know, it's not as common for us to see as many of our little ones leave present day. Well, that's it. And, and not giving them the terror. Of- yeah. And so I, I love what you do for your kids. And I really, going back to thinking about where it came from mm-hmm. and how grateful I am because I was never afraid. Oh. I knew that my parents would always care for me. Oh. And, you know, that's a good feeling. There are plenty of things that I could say screwed me up, but the fact is we're never broken. We can always we don't need to be fixed. We can always, uh, we may have some faulty thinking going on, but that can be shifted to yeah. benefit you. Yeah. Uh, but we're never broken. We are exactly where we need to be at this moment in time so that we can grow because the key is to keep growing, to make a difference for yourself and those around you. And the ripple effect that goes out into the universe is so awesome. That's all there is to it. It's awesome. It really is beautiful, isn't it? It really mm. is. The ripple effect has been my favorite thing of this journey because mm. you can you can work, do your own work. And by the way, those of us who are in this arena of coaching and guiding other individuals we know that you get really good at this when you do your own work. Mm-hmm. You have actual real life examples integrated into your walking, not just a knowing, but really truly how you walk every day. And it has been such a, just a pleasure and a joy to watch my closest loved ones, my, my closest like ride or dies to have their own transformations and their own perspectives and their own difficult times as well before they hit that other side I can watch it in a way that honors them wholly knowing that even when they're in the thick of it they're going to be on the other side of it or when they're on the side of it knowing hey sometimes the thick of it comes too but holistically wholly it's been real neat to watch and watching others has also been helping me not so get, get so overly engaged when shit hits the fan over here either. <laughs> 17 seconds. I've got my timer on God. Yeah, exactly. I get 17 seconds to stay here. I, I don't have to stay here for 17 oh. seconds. I can change. Yeah. I can Let's change see. this. I got the power. I can change this. And God, if I choose to stay here for 17 advice. seconds, that's something else again. <laughs> And, and you know what? That's okay too. Uh-huh. That's it okay is. Too. There's a happy medium or mixture or where, and depending on the size of the catastrophic event, or maybe you just stepped on a needle, like it just, it just depends. And any version of it is good. Yeah. 
It's for you. The size is for you. The length is for you. It sounds like we're making an ad for gentlemen. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I love you, Janet. This is so funny. Oh, I open my oh own God. doors and walk through them every day. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, we're coming to an end here for our, our show today, but I do want to remind people that we do have um, this live on Facebook. It will be on YouTube, the Everyday Wholeness Show. Please, please subscribe, hit the notification button, and you'll get notified when it gets up there. And the podcast, uh, the Everyday Whole, uh, Wholeness Show podcast. So you can download it from there. And and it's always fun. And one, one little tip I, I have found to be so powerful in creating the wholeness. I mean, a lot of people have come to me and said, you know, I just don't have time to sit down and figure this out. I just don't have the time. But like Janet said, you have 17 seconds. I don't care who you are. You got 17 seconds and you can make the shift. And the thing that has been really beneficial in my world is making a list, very simply making a list for tomorrow of the things that are most important. Mm. Oh, friend, I'm giving homework out to all of my clients this week and it is list-based. So I love that you brought that up. Yeah, it, it's, it, mm -hmm. it is so not only, all right, so you may not get everything on the list, but if you have three top things, put a star next to three top things that you know you can finish tomorrow or today if you're starting it now. And then at the end of the day, that lifts the vibrational energy of, I did it. Uh-huh. And, and I, I love making a list. My list, my list got really, really long uh, today, but it is so much fun because it's like, oh, all right, I can do that. And while that's going on, I can really focus on this. Yeah, got that done. So it is so satisfying. I love it. Yes, I agree. To those of us who function from lists, I'll be honest, I used to be a list junkie. Oh, not me. Uh-uh. <laughs> my list, uh, but my list have kind of evolved over time because my projects are numerous. So as an intuitive, listen to this guy's a good reason to do the work. I've lately just been telling the universe, like, bring me forward what's most most important right now. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, it'll like get slapped and dropped in your lap. And sometimes it's just like a gentle reminder, but sometimes it's like and not explosions like that you have to clean up at work, but just like you can't deny what just came in your mind. And so I just get into that state of gratitude with the thank you. Okay, thank you. Oh, thank you. And it's been a lot. It's been real interesting. It's, but I haven't given up on lists or anything. I still have them. Well, yeah, I never was a list person, but I found that the energy, the joy. So that, that is so key. I love it because we're different. Everyone is different. And what works for one person may not have worked for years, but give it a shot now. Give it a shot. If it doesn't work, great. And we'll find something else. It's all about options. I and love, love, love options. And identifying yourself. What is it that works for you? Or are we doing something because 
my father and father before him did it this way. (laughs) And, you know, maybe that still works, but are you doing it because it was the father and the father before, or are you learning what is best for you? What resonates for you? How can you work something for you? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It, because we are not alone in this world. Everything we do has an impact on somebody, which is, oh, really? Right now? But it's true. And so just to be conscious, just to be aware of the impact that you are making, that is so important and and every morning i lay in bed that's when i do my meditation because i i'm not a meditator but that's per se the way a lot of people say yeah i meditate for an hour every day or two hours or three i think deepak chopra meditates for six hours every day no you know five minutes is way too long for me (laughs) that that's as long as i'm gonna go so before I get up in the morning, um, I do my little bit of meditation and then I set an intention for the morning or for the day. And sometimes it is the work that I want to get accomplished. But most times it is, I want to feel good and accomplished at the end of the day. So whatever is necessary, bring it on for me to feel good and accomplished at the end of the day. I love that. It just, it's so simple. Yeah. I like simple, as you know. Oh, I, I do know. I've been taking notes, girl, for a couple of years. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's always easy, but it does not have to be as hard as we make it. Oh, it's my favorite thing to watch you with those, I've learned a lot from Karen guys. I was the queen of overcomplicating things. Now I might just be a duchess, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm still the queen, but, um, but you know, it comes, comes faster, you know, it comes faster to enjoyment. So, well, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Be sure to leave a, uh, a note there, um, on Facebook and, and Janet, do you have anything going on? Well, I, well, we have the magical tea party that I would love to invite you guys to on Thursday. Um, oh my gosh, Karen, you have to remind me of the time. I think it's 10 a.m. Central. Yeah. It's 11 o'clock Eastern, 10 a.m. Uh, 10 a.m. Central. And so that would be what? Eight, eight o'clock, um, Pacific. Yep. And yeah, go, go to, uh, go, go to, to go Karen to the magical tea party. It's karenstultz.com forward slash tea party. Forward slash tea party. Come friends, come listen to Karen and I grant you advice, information, channeled messages, and anything else that can possibly come in that can help suit that moment, what you may need. You never know what's going to come through. I love those places. I love the tea party like here. The difference is that you get to hear us live and interact with us, which is really fun and a great treat. Yeah, but you do need to sign up. You oh, yeah. Sign up. 
um, because uh, this is the last time we are sending it out to everybody we know. Mm -hmm. uh, it is only going to be, reminders are only going to be sent to those that actually sign up. So karenstultz.com forward slash tea party is where you can sign up. And uh -huh. that's on Thursday, the third Thursday of every month. Um, hey, it's party time. That's why I wear my, my party earrings. Whenever I come to Janet, I'm always wearing my party earrings. So take care and thanks again for joining us at the Everyday Wholeness Show. Be whole, guys. 